0: You have been warned, you press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast.
1: Hey everyone and welcome to a new edition of the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. We I'm got here at Matt Michael Sin City, City and Simon Street. And welcome to three count. We got three good topics. That we're going to uh, throw out there to you for this episode. So make sure you uh, you you, uh, put all your comments in, especially if you're watching us live, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Throw it in, and we'll try to get it in as we see fit. All right, fellas, we got these stories. Let's get it started right now. It's time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk talk, baby. All right, here's our first count. AEW files for interesting new trademark. Now, this is from itrwrestling.com, which is inside the ropes. Wrestling, it just reads like this. AEW has filed a trademark for, quote, AEW Plus, end quote. The new trademark covers streaming and has raised a few eyebrows online. The term is currently used by the company and fight for international fans. However, some are wondering whether this could be expanded with rumors of some kind of streaming deal growing even or ever louder in recent weeks and months. No comment has been made by the promotion for how it intends to use the new trademark. At present, fans can stream AEW pay-per-views on Bleacher Report in the U.S. and fight elsewhere. All right, over to you, Sin City, man. This was your article Man, a new trademark, huh? What's going on? What do you think? Well, first things first, I wanted to uh,
2: kind of take it easy on you this week. I've uh, been submitting <laughs> stories as of late where you've had to read like 85 paragraphs. I so really I appreciate
1: wanted to... that too. I was so excited. Like, yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> you so, gave him um, a break, but he ain't got a break coming up next.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, that's the way it goes. Um, realistically, I think that, you know, for all of the, the rumors of – oh, well, AEW's ratings are falling, you know, they're not making money, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Despite having sold 75,000 tickets, oh, excuse me, 70,000 tickets for Wembley. Um, yeah, I think, I think the company is going to do just fine. Um, <laughs> obviously, you know, the biggest void for a lot of people has been a streaming service in the United States. Uh, a lot of people have assumed, and, you know, I'm one of them, that they are going to be broadcasting that Wembley show on a streaming platform, be it HBO or excuse me, Max or maybe AEW Plus. Um, and a very interesting scenario that that I that I heard, I believe that was uh, maybe Andrew Zarian threw it out there, that uh, it was it's now being rumored that this could actually be a subsection of Max. That you may have to pay a couple of bucks for per month on top of your max subscription, but you will get the entire AEW catalog as well as the pay-per-views. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, this is all in the formulative, uh, the formulative stages now, but uh, it, it's definitely, it's definitely a good thing to say the very least. Um, yes, there might be some things going on with the company that uh, are causing, you know, some. Some minor trepidations, but I think that I think we're going to be fine, to say the least. And who knows? Maybe this time next year, we'll be talking about how much of a, of a success that AEW Plus actually is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's although this part of the article uh, that I read, there was a, another little section right below, and it it, it was titled uh, "Has AEW Signed a New TV Deal." But one of the things it mentioned is that um, that while the new deal is set to be announced, the broadcast giant is reportedly, quote, very happy with Tony khan promotion. It's been reported that AEW is set for a, quote, huge money increase as part of the new contract. So that's big news. But that's Um,
0: that's an old story, though, right? Because didn't they sign the contract and everything was announced at the upfronts, right?
2: that was that was just an addendum to their existing deal to give them collision so so that was they, it,
0: so it was yeah. it wasn't a full extension
2: correct yeah so that that those negotiations are still going on right now um, but it's it's definitely boding very well that they're drawing the numbers that they are on Saturday with collision because all all reports have said that they're very very happy with those numbers on Saturday
1: let me go to you, uh, uh, Matt Michaels. I was going to go to Simon, but um, what's, what's your take hearing you know that they've now filed for this new trademark? We don't know yet, but does the idea of maybe they're having their own kind of streaming service, does that seem like something that could be appealing or, or maybe just jumping on some increase to uh, Max? Uh, what do you think?
0: Uh, I think it's uh, first of all, it's imperative that they do it in this day and age. Second of all, Who fucking cares? (laughs) Because what is their catalog? That's the thing. So basically, if you want to watch ROH, great. There you go. There's your catalog. But you've got four years. That's it. So you can burn through that very quickly is what I'm saying. (laughs) So I think that there's so much emphasis being put on this for something that isn't as important as, again, you know, making sure that your base is growing. 75,000 in Wembley, that's great. But are you going to get, you know, 14,000 to 20,000 here in the States every show that you're taping? You know, you've got to build that audience, that, that main audience. Now, if the streaming service helps that, that's great. That's what they need to do. But otherwise, I mean, and also, again, you're talking about putting it on with Max. If you do that, that's, I mean, Max has struggled. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. And are you bringing new viewers to Max just for the AW streaming? So that's another question. So there is a lot of hypotheticals. Um, honestly, there. It would cost them money because they'd have to cut the deal with them. But honestly, if you do uh, AEW+, you know, do it with Fight TV. Combine that way.
1: Hmm. Simon and- Street, could, could you make a case uh, that, you know, having their own trademark is something – having uh, trademarking whatever this is maybe shouldn't be something that should would be uh, looking to do right now? Uh, maybe like Michael says, maybe more on focus on uh, building the uh, the crowds that come to the 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 you know the crowd that that's here in the states that come to your shows, and just building overall people watching your show as well. What do you think?
3: Well, first and foremost, if you have the resources to trademark anything, you do it right then and there. It doesn't matter what your momentum is, where your business is. I mean, if you got to do it for the future, even if it doesn't pan out, it's just smart mm-hmm. business. Yeah. However. The one thing that I will kind of disagree with Matt Michaels a little bit is the whole Fight TV. And the reason why I say the whole Fight TV is because that's assuming everybody really watches Fight TV. People who primarily really consume Fight TV on a regular are people who are into combat sports and other the such. But wrestling. And that's the whole
0: fight for us, dude.
3: But here's the thing. I think that it's an opportunity to bring more eyes to the product on AEW. And even though... Uh, HBO, I won't say HBO, but Max has struggled primarily with this whole merger deal with Discovery. Um, They actually have quite a good standing of shows that have continued on for, I want to say, maybe six years, seven years plus. Right. Um, And the reason why I'm making that point is to lead to this. Having been able to watch uh, uh, AEW products, most likely it'll be VOD. I don't think I don't see it being live collision and and uh, all the stuff will be after the tape. So that VOD in um, the pay-per-views alone is a smart idea. And if that does go through, it's going to bring new products, because think about this. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones regularly, uh, uh, you know, on Sunday. Usually that's when they have the new episode out. Right. There's chances that I may also now watch AEW. Never watched it before, right?
0: But, you're now, uh, pay, but you now, but but now you have to pay for the subset.
3: Eh,
0: yes, no. but you don't watch AEW. Remember, you just said it. You don't watch AEW. You don't know what this is, and now you have to pay for it.
3: I think that if well, the pricing needs to probably be changed a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There needs that. to but, be more pricing. But well, here's the thing. That may be what the end product may be. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. the difference. The reason why I'm having a hard time being at 100 percent is because if you remember back with Peacock, before Peacock acquired WWE, the price was substantially lower. And once they got WWE, maybe not immediately, but later on, their, their price went up. You see what I'm saying? So they do it one way or another. The price is going to go up. But you're if you talking, look at,
0: but you're talking, you're talking about a 50 year established company that already had their own streaming service, and all those people who had that streaming service are going to go to Peacock, and Peacock could raise it. It's a totally different scenario.
3: Well, Max, but here's the thing:
0: if you do it on Max, you cannot charge for it. But Period. here's
3: the thing, though. Here, here's the thing: if you don't charge for it, but you get AEW pay-per-views. How does that work? Like, like, honestly, how does that work? You're already
0: paying into the max subscription. And that is something that, that Time Warner discovery, whatever the hell they're called, they need to negotiate with AEW in terms of giving them a kick. The whole idea, if you're gonna grow your product is not to charge more money for people who don't know your product. Now, people who know the product will have no problem paying that extra. That's well, why let, well let me even ask even you this rides. question.
3: Well, let me ask you this question. It's kind of the same with, with like Prime, right? So you have Prime at a base. You have your Prime videos, right? You I'm also sorry, have Prime, an opportunity to get... Prime drinks? Amazon Prime, man. Come on, man. Catch up. <laughs> um, but if you want, you can get Stars Channel. Same models with Hulu. Do you see what I'm saying? So sure. if they present it that way, they have it as an option, that's better. And, and I think in the article, it did kind of... Say it was going to be uh, almost a la carte as an extra tier. That's why they're probably doing the trademark, to be completely honest with you, for that reason. The last thing I will say that I did agree with you 100% on Michaels is catalog-wise. And only reason why is because only recently have I actually fell in love with WWE Network again because I'm starting to go back into the catalog. I don't just have it on Peacock because of the subscription uh, or because of the pay-per-views. You see what I'm saying? So that does entice you more if i were to pay more it it does two things for me right now number one i'm getting a hell of a deal on peacock and wwe first and foremost for that large catalog aew if they have that you're completely right there's not enough roh to where i can substantiate that so then my biggest question is that i ask myself what is aew going to come out with to be able to substantiate me paying more if it's not just the pay-per-views because i'm a simple dude if I can watch the pay-per-view and I ain't got to go meet up with Sensei Steve in a, in, in, in a theater or ain't got to download something, and I can just watch it there. Cool. If I'm paying the extra five dollars, cool. But I'm saying not everybody's that way. But they got to come extra because if they are paying it, I know there's people like you, Matt, that will look at that be like, well, what are you just giving me? I'm not even going to watch the, 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 the pay-per-views anyways because I hate AEW. But let's say they put something that you do like, but again, that's extra that's- like documentaries or something.
0: But again, the the whole thing comes down to a simple fact. We're not talking about us. That's the problem here. Wrestling fans are too fucking stupid because we already watch it. So it's not about us. It's about those people who've never seen the product and getting them hooked on the product. You do that for free. It's like Tony, Tony. Tony, remember the first sniff you ever took, you didn't pay
3: for. (laughs) Well, everybody don't pay for the first sniff they took. I'll add this one last thing and I'm dead with it. Um, I will say this. There is a demographic you didn't think about. People who don't pay for their own damn subscriptions that is too dumb to download it. What if there's some people out there that has somebody that, you know, hey, I'm living with somebody. They have Macs. Now I'm finding out AEW, I'm an AEW fan. Man, that's the best of both worlds. So that's cool how it's a different option. And yes, I'm not going to go down that road with everything you said, Michaels. You're right, okay? I get it. But I'm saying, like, to me, this is an opportunity for people who can't get the access because that's been a number one challenge for AEW or for any, even if it was AEW, trying to compete, not with WWE, but compete for television time with some type of new product or new option.
1: All right. Let's move over in the count to yeah. AEW's Thunder Rosa knows criticism is out there, but doesn't read any of it. And Tyle Valkyrie responds to criticism of AEW Dynamite match with Britt Baker. Now, these are two different articles, but they're written by the same site, WrestlingInc.com. Uh, the first one, when, the first one with Thunder Rosa, it says that out of sight, of the mind. That's the mindset that keeps former AEW's World Champion Thunder Rosa focused amidst criticism on social media. On quote, busted open, In quote, Rosa explains how she steals herself against the churn of the rumor meal. Quote, I mentally prepare myself when I return to the ring, and quote, Rosa said. Quote, because I know the criticism is going to come out, In quote. Now, Rosa says that people said she was faking her injury, and therefore she didn't assume that she will get the best from the fans when she returns. Quote, I know the criticism is going to be out there when I won't, was out there and I won't read it because I don't have time to read it. Rosa explained. I have a team that does that in quote. Now Rosa said that her rehab and training have been painful showing off the quote, needling and quote scars of her back to host Dave LaGreca quote, people, people don't see all the pain and trials and tribulations we go through as performers and quote Rosa said, warning fans of wrestling and entertainment alike, that people they talk about on social media are human beings. Quote: People are are getting very used of nonchalant insulting people on social media because they can't get into a physical altercation. End quote. Now Rosa still hasn't returned from her injury since she suffered last August, which forced her to vacate her AEW's world, uh, women's world title, with her recognized reign ending in September 2022. AEW initially and stated an interim women's champion for a time, which means Rosa did not officially relinquish her title until November. Now, when it comes over to Taya Valkyrie, it says that um, it was a double whammy for Taya uh, uh, well, on AEW Dynamite. Not only did Valkyrie lose her match against Britt Baker, but she also faced harsh criticism on social media following the bout. Most of the toxic comments were derogatory towards her abilities and appearance, similar to the situation Dana Brooke endured not too long ago. But much like Brooke, Valkyrie isn't going to just take it without standing up for herself. The AEW star took to Twitter on to address some of the vitriol she had received, saying she was just a human being trying her best. Valkyrie reminded those launching insults to remember the next time while saying they hopefully would never have to hear similar things about themselves. So Taya did say, she said, walking, uh, waking up the comments such as Taya is fat and disgusting, slow, untalented loser, looks like a man, and so on and so on and forth. I'm just a human being, trying my best. Remember that next time. And hopefully you'll never have to hear that kind of stuff about yourself. End quote. That's what Taya had written on her Twitter. So to the very uh, surprise, Valkyrie has received a ton of support from the wrestling community in light of this shameful activity. And this includes messages from Soraya and Swerve Strickland, and Pacific Northwest Promotion, Defy Wrestling, Allison Cage, Giselle Saw, Gail Kim. It's a whole lot of them that, uh, that did that. So anyway, let's move over now over to you, Matt Michaels. What's your take, man, when you you see that these ladies, um, you know, you have one that read kind of don't read it. She has people who read it for her because, you know, she knows the criticism out there. And you have another one that does read it and got to be kind of hurtful to hear what, she, what she's reading, but she's coming back and saying, hey, you know, I'm doing my best. What's your take?
0: Well, first, it's it really shows you got um, two different personalities, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that also kind of gets lost because I think that everything always gets lumped together, right? So you think, you know, they're women wrestlers. There you go, everyone. Every one of them, they're women wrestlers. You forget that Taya and Thunderosa are two different people. And yeah. Thunder Rosa's ability to deal with it one way versus Taya's is based on their personality. Thunderosa is someone who is always, you know, you look at her history, she's thinking forward. She's always trying to do something, she's always goal oriented. Whatever it is, that's what she's doing. Taya is one of the nicest, sweetest people in the fucking world, and she will take that stuff more personally because of the fact that she's more into, you know, emotions, being someone who really is trying to please you as the fan, right? And trying to be the best she can be for, you know, for what she does as an entertainer. So... Mm -hmm. You definitely have, you know, two degrees of um, Internet
1: bullying,
0: you know, that are affecting it in different ways.
1: Yeah. Let me go over to you, Simon Street. Oh, was you was you, were you still going? Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Go ahead. Um, yeah, Simon Street, let me go to you. Uh, what is your take when you see that, uh, first off, you know, there are, there are fans that, continue to want to uh you know bash uh when they see an opportunity to do that and there was one part i will tell you um trying to see if i can find the uh the comment here um i'll probably find it uh while you're talking but Mm -hmm. what is your uh What is your take, though, when you when you do hear, you know, these fans uh, feel they can have the right to just come out and say whatever they want uh, uh, about uh, these women wrestlers?
3: Well, I think first and foremost, uh, you know, having having one sharing one's opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. You can have an opinion. But if you are unintelligent enough to be able to curtail your opinion to where you can still let your opinion shine, but it's not dimming the light of somebody else you know and and that's the problem with the internet let's just be honest you know there's a lot of people that are, they're just not socially intelligent and, mm-hmm. and it's not me being an internet bully i'm just being honest you are not socially intelligent uh you could have said that hey you know i would say that of valkyrie's performance was definitely unfavorable you know i i just don't get her i don't get the appeal that's one thing you're giving your opinion that you don't find favor in her match But sitting there and picking at what she looks like, first and foremost, I'm gonna give my quick opinion. of Valkyrie is very accomplished and decorated woman in this industry. And whoever did make that comment, you obviously don't watch this shit. Because if you did, you would know, I'm just saying. Second of all, personally, Simon Street has always found of Valkyrie in all stages of her life to be fine, with a capital F. And I'm Mm -hmm. from Louisiana and we like them thick. So there you go beautiful woman and what helps too is that she is a sweetheart but I do take the stance me personally more of like Thunder Rosa everybody's gonna have an opinion I really don't give two shits about it because at the end of the day I can choose and it's okay because choice is a big thing I like that Michael's illustrated that that there's different types of people who take this in right you can choose to dwell on it and if you're like like Taya kind of I guess the word made my grief ponder on it but hopefully you move forward. Hopefully you have good support people and you're yeah. able to look in the mirror and know who, how badass you are. But if you're Thunder Rosa, you don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. These people only want one thing. They want attention. They want to be able to say something. So somebody either gives them negative feedback or, or, or positive feedback because they're at home. They don't they, they don't feel they don't feel good who they are or their position in life. Their circumstances weighing down on them. So at the end of the day, they have to go out and spew this horrible negative garbage. My last thing to close this, Impact, because I was trying to keep talking so you come and tell me what you're going to say. But um, I will say that we're always going to have this, especially with wrestling fans. You know, we are the most opinionated group of people I've ever met next to NBA fans. We are just opinionated as shit. Even the nice ones, we opinionated. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to what I said a couple weeks ago. I think that... Kudos to anybody who was in that chat thread, that when that person said that, and they and and they bit back at that person, because
0: I I love that you keep putting that person. It wasn't that person; it was many people, and that's the okay.
3: Dim, dim people. Whoever dim people was, and if you wasn't dim people, hopefully you was you had enough courage to kind of stand up and say, "Look, man, that stuff ain't tolerated." Because until until we start vetting our own justice. And I'm not saying physically. I'm not saying with, uh, you know, any types of acts of violence or threats. I am saying in the sense of not standing for it. Do you see what I'm saying? It don't take much on a Facebook or Instagram to report somebody. But yet people don't want to do it. They just want to ignore it. And so, like I said, you it was unnecessary. It was ridiculous. I'm sorry that happened to both of them.
1: All right. City, Steve, I I found kind of what I wanted to mention. You can just kind of respond to that and then um, whatever other comment you want to add. But uh, this was with um, Thunder Rosa. She said, quote, people are getting very used to nonchalant, insulting people on social media because they can't get into a physical altercation. Is that what it is, man? Is people ready to get down and and and, <laughs> and get going? The reason why they make those comments to professional wrestlers.
2: Dude,
1: the thing is, that's been a critique of the Internet
2: since the beginning is the anonymity of the Internet and the sheer fact that people can do literally whatever the fuck they want and there's no filter, which first things first, I am I am OK with that. I don't think that we need to have you know speech filters online or anything of that nature. Um, quite frankly, let sunlight be the best disinfectant. Um, And what I mean by that is, yes, those people that are going to say these things are going to out themselves. And it is, as as Street mentioned, it is something that we as pro wrestling fans can do to self police that shit. Either, you know, make it not show up on your feed or if you choose to, you know, to make comments to that individual and engage with them. Um, But either way, I mean... I think that we get we do go down a slippery slope if we do start to limit speech. Um, that being said, there are ways to say things um, and you know, I I've this is something that I've even attempted to do with um, you know, some of the things that I've prepared for WTF's in the past few weeks is you know, taking a step back, realizing that hey, it's it's creative or you know, I I did mention the the Britt Baker and Taya match this weekend. WTF on Wrestling Talk, um, but ultimately that was to make mention of the fact that it appeared that neither of those two ladies had any chemistry with each other. And again, the the internet wrestling community um, is as vitriolic as it can get. Um, you know damn good and well that there are a good chunk of people out there that are just trolls they are just going to do whatever say whatever um to get reaction to get engagement um and that's that's in every facet of everything you're going to have that so it's not just pro wrestling fans it's not just in this isolated incident it's in all manner of things all manner of topics um but again yeah i think that you know we uh we need to be better straight up we as wrestling fans we need to be better and um, just echoing the sentiments of everybody that, you know, yeah. Taya, Taya definitely is taking this stuff to heart and it's it's really sad to see that it is actually having an effect on her. Um, I think that she's one of the most talented women in that locker room, bar none, and you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of the way that she's been booked. Um, I would definitely like to see her win more than she loses um, and I can only hope that that's what we start to see um who knows maybe after Wembley maybe after all out
1: yeah okay only time would tell we'll uh keep our eyes open and see let's move over to count three three WWE executive chairman Vince McMahon has major spinal surgery this was also from wrestlinginc.com the way that this reads is that Vince McMahon, WWE's former CEO and current executive chairman, reportedly underwent a major surgical operation on his spine recently. According to TMZ, which cited sources close to McMahon, the procedure took place last week. It lasted more than four hours. The outlet reported that the operation was considered successful and that McMahon has been recuperating in the time since. McMahon retired from his role in WWE in July 2022, spending several months away from the company in the wake of the scandal in which the company funds were reportedly used as hush money to cover up allegations of harassment and misconduct made by former WWE employees. But as the WWE largest shareholder, McMahon leveraged his position to install himself as executive chairman of the company's board of directors in early 2023 in order to facilitate a potential sale, the result of which a merger with the UFC underparent company Endeavor. Now Wrestling Inc. reached out to WWE as a spokesperson said the company has no statement at this time but acknowledge that the facts of the TMZ report are believed to be true. Simon Street, this was your article. What's your take?
3: Well, my take was, is uh, as far as news was, there wasn't much that I could find. But when I did come across this, it, it pondered a, a great question in me. And that, this is why I brought it up. How are we going to feel when Vince McMahon dies, whether it's old age surgery because four-hour surgery is major ass surgery I, and and i know everybody has their opinions and i'm entire i get it we're all entitled to it but i thought about it for a second because i think differently a lot of times with, with great men and women who are maybe not great human beings based on the choices they've made i also i look at the whole entirety of contributions and vince mcmahon has made a huge contribution to uh everything of why we even on this on this show on this panel do you see what i'm saying some of the moves that he made were, were very bold very and they're talking about his business life so i thought about it and i know a lot of people who've had that same same type of surgery and, and two of them died and they were almost of, of around the same age and so i thought about it and i know maybe it might have been misleading when y'all read that article but i wanted to share how i feel and if whatever impact wants to take you can um yeah I think that Vince McMahon is somebody that um, his hubris was 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 in him being a great man, so great and on the mountain that he forgot how to be uh, happy. I think sometimes when you're a great person, you do great things. I think a lot of times there's two types of happy: there's happy with your success, and there's happy with where you are as a human being. And I think that he's a human; and he made some mistakes. They're horrible. Uh, but I, I'm honestly going to say I'm I. if he does die one day, I'm going to actually be missing him. Like, seriously. I am going to miss him. I'm, I'm going to miss him. I really am. I know y'all laughing at me, but it's fine. I'm going to miss him because at the end
1: of the let's, day... It's only if he dies. You know, well,
3: right. well, okay, yes. okay, okay. If one he bit. dies. <laughs> but let's be honest. Let's be honest. With AI right now, he probably on oh, chat PBT uploading subconscious and just firing everybody on AI shit. But my point is, is I'm going to miss him because of the contributions he's done before he was an asshole. Is that fair?
1: Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let me go over to you. I mean, Sin City, we we find out, I guess, McMahon had a, a major spinal surgery. I'm, I'm assuming he's doing well. Um, any thoughts on, on that or anything what Simon mentioned?
2: Yeah, you know, this is just uh, further proof that Vince McMahon will actually outlive each one of us. <laughs> Because he is uh, now, you know, obviously he had his uh, his quads uh, genetically, uh, you know, uh, cybernetically enhanced, if you will. Now he's having his back um, retrofitted and, and made into uh, a fucking... He's, ma- he's becoming a cyborg right before our fucking eyes. He's a Marvel so character. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he will live forever at this point. Um, he's going to outlive everyone on this panel. And that's going to be the final the final laugh that he'll have on every one of us. That's right. Um, and, you know, he'll it, – it, it, in all seriousness, yes, Vince McMahon has done a lot for professional wrestling. As you had mentioned, Street, we probably wouldn't be here if Vince didn't do the things that he did. Um, but realistically speaking, um, this just shows that – I mean, he's, what, 78 years old, was it? Yeah. He's
0: 45, so yeah, 78.
2: Yeah, he's, he's damn near 80 years old, man. Like, I get it that he's never known any other life outside of WWE, but, I mean, enough's enough, man. Like, yeah, I, I get it that he's a control freak. I get all those little things, but come on, man. it your body's telling you that it's time to focus on other things. So yeah, ultimately I just hope that, you know, that the, the surgery was a success, all jokes aside. Um, and yeah, it, it, they just need to go into a different direction. With WWE.
1: Man, Michaels, I hope Vince McMahon wasn't uh, in the ring and any particular reason for some reason, maybe trying to live the good old days or something. And, uh, just happened to tweak his back a little bit, and somehow we didn't get that on video. I don't know. What's your take though? When you kind of read this, and kind of you know what Simon and Sin City mentioned.
0: Um, uh, I, I just gotta say, American Bam Bam had a great statement. If you can rule the free world at that age, you can rule the WWE and professional wrestling. So no fucking shit. Yeah, you ain't lying there. Yeah, no kidding, right? So, I mean, first off. Uh, I mean, Steve, the WWE's product has already changed. So, I mean, you know, I do watch AEW. I just don't think it's coherent. Um, so give WWE a try. Or or wait at least until Vince dies, then give it a try. <laughs> uh, you know, um. it, just, it just comes down to, you know, it's just... He's a, he's an old man, and he had to have a surgery. <laughs> like, and if he would have died on the table, he would have died on the table. I mean, he could fucking die in a car crash. He could die in a plane crash. He could die and fucking have a heart attack. He could be, you know, finger banging a mistress on company <laughs> payroll money and just fucking, you know, drop dead right then and there. So anything can fucking happen. He's old enough to die. We're all old enough to die.
3: <laughs> well, I, I think everybody who's who just born is old enough to die, even at that point. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that it's no. not if you die one day. It's whatever the fuck you die, you die. So that's what happens.
2: No, that was a Freudian slip by street. If. It was.
1: If. Yeah. I'm you telling never you know, man.
3: man money, money talks, man, you know.
1: Been a hey, lot of, hey,
3: listen, you've
1: listen, been it, watching a lot of those sci-fi movies. I know cuz I watch them too, man. I'd be like, "Man, man I I want to live forever too."
3: Yeah, but look, he, man, we know, well, that's going to happen. He he's going to die. We're going to find out uh, Vince McMahon this whole time was a squirrel.
0: <laughs> no, man. It's it's very simple. Vince McMahon, Walt Disney, and Adolf Hitler are all going to be frozen as as the other two are right now until the day that the uh the fourth horseman of the apocalypse is frozen and then they can all come together and end this planet so we've got three of the we we've identified three Who what if, is that? What if Four the fourth horse- one is
3: one of us what what, what if it's one of us you never know. There's, there's so much untold with the four. There's
0: there's only one fourth horseman and we know that he's not ever dying either.
2: So <laughs> who is that? Exactly. Woo.
3: Oh, yep. he ain't no damn horseman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, not these horsemen.
1: <laughs> Great show. Appreciate you. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us as well. Appreciate your comments and all of that. uh <laughs> As always, I say join us when you can. We definitely appreciate it. Every Sunday we do this. Normally three-count pops on around 845 Pacific dinner time. But we ask you to also join us for a wrestling talk as well, which goes about 8 p.m. So if you can join us, make sure you follow us on our uh, – or I should say make sure you subscribe or follow or like on our social medias, especially on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And when we go live, that notification should come on. That's for some reason you got it blocked and you will know to um, hop on. All right. We always appreciate you. And thanks for hanging out with us. All right. Final thoughts as well. Let's start over with you, Simon Streets, which to tell the good people out there.
3: Thank you guys so much for tuning in as usual. And um, hey, if you're looking for a, a really good movie, that might be a little bit surprised. I went and saw with the fam uh, Disney's new iteration of the Haunted Mansion. And man, wouldn't you believe it? It was very moving and very good. So, if you're into that, go see that.
1: All right, good stuff. Send City, Steve.
2: All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Also, special thank you and shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R E P P sports.com. Go there for all your pre workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's RepSports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself fifteen percent.
1: All right, Matt Michaels.
0: Yeah, wildfires, Las Vegas. Why, why, why do we have the fucking wildfire shit moving in? Why do I smell like I'm in Los Angeles? For fuck's sake!
3: <laughs> ash well, on your car too. Did you
0: get ash on your car? Uh, you know what? Uh, listen. If you get ass on your car, that's- no ash, A S H, ash. Oh, ash Goddamn, man. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean that's that's that is a that is a max cock issue there.
1: Oh boy, we ain't doing that. All right, Until then, y'all take care. We will see you next week. Biggest <laughs> bad boys of podcasting.